Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 157. Should you podcast while sick? Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue, whether you're trying to launch your podcast or improve the podcast you already have. This episode is very timely because I just recently returned from Las Vegas New Media Expo and the Consumer Electronics Show awesome events. I'll tell you more about some of those things later on in the episode. But I did get sick right near the end of my trip. And due to the timing of an episode I'd recorded at New Media Expo and then sadly wasn't able to release because I didn't have my computer with me, I only brought my iPad and I recorded on something else. So I couldn't actually publish the episode. It worked out to just take a week off and then have an episode ready to go while I was still sick and recovering. But this is something that I hear podcasters on the fence about. And I hear some podcasters, they'll start their podcast saying, oh, I'm sick today. Sorry about my voice, but I wanted to share this content with you. And there are sometimes other podcasters who will skip an episode completely while they're sick. Maybe they will replay an old episode. But those ideas aside, let's look at whether you should actually podcast when you're sick. Keep this in mind, though. I am not a doctor, so I'm not actually giving medical advice, and don't take any of this as actual medical advice. These are things that you should consider for yourself and decide for yourself or consult a doctor, a licensed doctor, if you have a doctor, if you care about doctors. But take these into your consideration. I've got five questions for you to ask yourself of whether of trying to get to the bottom of this, whether you should podcast when you're sick. Number one, would it hurt your recovery? Number two, are your symptoms distracting? Number three, are you contagious? Number four, would your content suffer? And number five, can your content and audience wait? I've also got some tips, some health tips for you later on. But let's go through this in depth. Number one, would it hurt your recovery? We know that rest is one of the best ways to treat just about any sickness. It's what the doctors always say, get some rest. And it's also something that helps keep you from getting sick is getting rest. Make sure that your body gets that rest that it needs. This is difficult at conferences and when you're just really going at it with late night projects and work, but try to make sure that you get enough rest. It will not only help you stay healthy, but also help you recover from whatever it is. Podcasting may not require a lot of energy, but it's more energy than just laying back and resting. So consider that maybe podcasting could hurt your recovery. Maybe you need your rest. Maybe your voice needs to relax a little bit. Maybe you shouldn't be putting forth that energy to sit in front of a screen for several hours when maybe you should just lie in bed for several hours instead. So think about whether putting that energy out there to release a podcast episode will really hurt your recovery. If so, maybe you shouldn't podcast. You might be slowing down what your body needs to do because 
you're trying to do something else at the same time. So think about that carefully. Would it hurt your recovery? Number two, are your symptoms distracting? This is where a lot of podcasters will hinge everything on this point. And sometimes they'll go one direction and go ahead and podcast while they still have certain symptoms. Sometimes they'll avoid podcasting simply because of certain symptoms they may have. And this is something for you to decide. But some general ideas are, well, when I'm talking about symptoms, by the way, I'm talking about the the common things that are very similar with different types of illnesses like colds and flus. The coughing, sneezing, runny nose, sore throat, loss of voice, these kinds of things that if you let them into your podcast a lot, they could be distracting and annoying for your audience. Or if you want to edit these things out, then it could make a lot of work for you to edit out every time that you cough, you sniffle, you sneeze, anything like that. I've had to do that before, and it is a pain. There have been a couple times when a co-host was sick and still came to the podcast, and I'm, honestly, I, I, I would have much rather they not have joined the podcast because there was a lot of sniffling going on and a lot of stuff that needed to be edited out. And that could have been avoided if they just have taken a break, or maybe if I'd taken a break. So when these symptoms get distracting, that might be a time that you should just skip it or spend lots and lots of time editing. But when you decide to podcast, even though you still have some symptoms, do not start with an apology. That's no matter what you're doing, starting with an apology is almost the worst thing that you can do, whether it be an email or a podcast episode, or you just skipped a few episodes and now you're coming back. Don't start off with an apology. Start strong. An apology may not even be necessary because I've heard many podcasters say stuff like, oh, I'm sorry that I've got a cold. You may notice it in my voice. And actually, I wouldn't have noticed it if they hadn't said anything. Sure, their voice is a little bit different, But that could be because my headphones are sitting in my ears differently. Maybe it's because I'm feeling a little bit different. Maybe I'm listening in a different circumstance. There are many reasons that I could be hearing things differently. And also for you as the sick podcaster, you may be hearing your own voice very differently from someone else because we hear ourselves through bone conduction. That is the vibrations that go through our jaw and through our skull and make its way back to our ear. We hear ourselves very different, so we sound a lot different than we do to other people. That's especially affected by any kind of congestion. If you've got your sinuses clogged or your ears are popped or anything like that, you may sound very different to yourself than you actually are to your audience. So you may feel like apologizing for the way that you sound, but your audience may not know anything. If you really need to say something about your being sick, maybe save it for near the end of your podcast. And you could just say something like, thank you for bearing with me with this episode. I hope you enjoyed the content. I was a little bit under the weather, but I really wanted to bring this content to you. So I hope my illness wasn't distracting or maybe not even say anything at all about it. It's okay. You don't have to apologize for the little things like that. You can go on and go on strong even if you have some of these other symptoms. But try to avoid letting these symptoms into your podcast. So think about, can you talk long enough for your podcast 
and go without coughing, without clearing your throat, without sneezing, without sniffling, without blowing your nose, without your nose dripping, anything gross like that. And speaking of gross, okay, as long as we're talking gross stuff, if you decide to do a podcast, an audio podcast I'm talking about here, maybe consider letting your nose run a little and just wipe it instead of sniffling. Because a sniffle could be really distracting. It could sound terrible. I'll tell you a quick story. I had just gotten over a cold and I was speaking in a public school and I was supposed to tell this story about an animal. And part of what this animal would do would be it would sniff certain things. And that was something that I needed to do into the microphone is sniff. And I was doing this in front of a a school with a bunch of kids. And I was really congested that day, though, because my body was getting rid of all of the stuff. And the first time I tried to sniff, I forgot about the fact that I was getting over this cold because it wasn't distracting me that much. But when I sniffed, it didn't come out as a sniff. It didn't even come out as a sniffle. It came out as there's something there. (laughs) And it was disgusting sounding. And from that point on, when I had to do a sniff, I tried to make the sound with my mouth instead of trying to use my nose and you're hearing this yucky sound like that. And I know I just grossed out some of you just, and that was a sound with my mouth, not my nose. So watch for these kinds of things and consider how you can present your content without these symptoms showing themselves. And that's really easy to do if you're doing just audio. If you're doing video, then it's a lot easier for your symptoms to be evident in the video because people can see your eyes. They can see your nose. They can see you blowing your nose, wiping your nose, anything like that. So when you're doing video, you may need to consider a lot more carefully whether you should be podcasting at all or maybe you should step out for this episode or skip an episode because your symptoms would be too distracting. But that's the thing is there's no hard line here and you have to decide how distracting is too distracting for your symptoms. If it's an occasional sniffle, like every 10 minutes, it might be okay, but still try to keep it out of the podcast as much as possible. Don't let it sound like you're sick at all in your podcast. Otherwise, you could annoy your listeners, you could gross out your listeners or your viewers. So try to keep those symptoms out of the podcast. That's number two. Are your symptoms distracting? Number three, are you contagious? If you podcast with other people or with other people's equipment, make sure you're not contagious before you start podcasting. Even if no one else records with you, Realize that you're putting germs on whatever you're touching, whatever you're breathing on while you're podcasting. Little water droplets are coming out of your mouth. Yes, it's disgusting, but you need to know this. They're hitting your microphone. They're sitting on your computer, your keyboard, all of the stuff that you're working with. And do you want those germs there to then fester, grow into something else, possibly contaminate someone else or possibly give you the same virus. Again, I know there are different things about viruses can only last so long when they're exposed to oxygen and such, but still, do you want these contagions out there and spreading all over your stuff or maybe someone else's equipment if you're using someone else's? If you have a co-host, definitely stay home. Don't podcast or or don't invite your co-host. Do something over Skype if you need to. 
but try not to let other people get sick because you're sick and you've decided to press forward and continue podcasting. In general, what I've seen about when you have a cold or a flu is in general, I've heard you stop being contagious about one week after your symptoms started or after you got sick. So give yourself about a week after then before you see other people. But even then, still try to be careful. Wash your hands, cough into your arm, you know, all of those good things. Don't cough into your hand. Be careful what you touch. Be careful what you breathe in, all of that stuff. So that's something to consider. Are you contagious? If you are, then maybe you shouldn't podcast if you podcast with other people. But if you are contagious and you podcast completely solo, then it might be okay. It's up to you really to decide. Just something to consider. Number four, would your content suffer? You may be really eager to podcast, especially if you've been away from it for a couple weeks during this sickness or travel and you got sick when you got back or anything like that. But do you really have enough strength to give your podcast your best? Can you really think clearly enough? Can you speak clearly enough? I went to CES 2013, and while I was there, I was sick. I'd gotten sick just almost on my arrival into Las Vegas, was really feeling it during New Media Expo, and during CES, I barely had a voice. I was really tired, but I was pressing on. I was still pushing it, but I noticed that I didn't notice as much there at CES while I was looking around. I just, I would see things and think, should I do a video about this? Uh, No, meh. I just didn't care as much. And I also noticed that this year at CES 2014, even though I was healthy a lot longer, right on the last day, I started getting sick. And I noticed that my perspective changed. I was looking at things and thinking, do I really want to do a video? No, no, I just don't really feel like doing a video. So it was affecting the content that I was producing or rather affecting the content that I decided not to produce. It changed my perspective because of how I was feeling. Don't discard your feelings completely with your podcast. When you feel like you may not be able to bring your best forward, you're probably right. And it might be a time to take a break so that your content doesn't suffer. Because when you're sick, you may not think clearly enough. So you may either not prepare your information well enough. You may not have as good of information to begin with. You may run with something that's just a really bad idea to try and run with. Or you may not be able to present your information very well because your brain isn't completely there. Your strength isn't completely there. And do you really want to publish something that you can't be proud of? That That's a very deep question, really, for podcasters. And I would say that you should only publish something you can be proud of. Yes, know that not everything will be perfect. There will be some mistakes. But in general, is it something you'll be proud of or will it be something that you will regret? If your content then suffers because you're sick, I would suggest that you take that break. Don't put out something that you're going to be ashamed of, embarrassed by, that you're just going to regret having put out there, take a break so that when you come back, you can come back strong and your content won't suffer at all. I think your listeners and your viewers would rather have great content from you. I know if I was subscribed to your content, 
I would rather have great content from you than content just for the sake of getting content out, but it was suffering because you were sick and weren't able to give it your best. So that's number four. Would your content suffer? Number five, can your content and audience wait? Even when you feel well enough to podcast and you think that you can give it your best and be proud of it, maybe you still need that break. This goes back to the idea of rest. There's nothing wrong with getting some extra rest and taking a break. Yeah, your audience may be, in a sense, depending on you and relying on new content out at a a certain time. But they'll be understanding if you let them know that you're sick or that you need the time. And even if it's not that you're sick, but you just have something that you don't really feel comfortable telling people why you need to take a break, but just let them know, hey, I need to take a break. I'm I'm sorry that I have to skip some episodes, but there won't be an episode this week. I'll be back soon. I really need to take this break for personal reasons, for health reasons, whatever it is that you say. And your audience will be understanding. It's not like a regular broadcast show where if you're not there, then someone else will be, or it's recorded months in advance, highly produced, put out there. So if you get sick, there's this buffer. Maybe you have that built into your show. So that if you get sick, there's a buffer and your audience would never even know because you've got so much content recorded ahead of time. But make sure that you are on your toes, you are healthy, you are thinking clearly. And even if you feel all of these things, but you're still just a little bit sick, there's nothing wrong with still taking a break. Your audience can probably wait and your content can probably wait too. Now, there are those times when your audience and your content can't wait very long. You might want to postpone a little bit, but try not to postpone too long. Last year, when my wife and I went to Las Vegas, we both got sick and Once Upon a Time came back. We do a podcast about Once Upon a Time, the TV show, over at oncepodcast.com. And one of our episodes that we recorded there at Vegas, we put off, we put off, we put off because we just, we felt dead for so long. And then when we finally did record it, we sounded horrible. And I think I did make the mistake of apologizing early on, but we did sound pretty bad. And people wrote in and said, boy, you guys sounded terrible. But our fans still loved that we got the content out there because we did decide that the content can't really wait The show will keep on going. The TV show would keep on going and leave us behind. And we don't want to just skip, especially because we had a sponsor at that time. And so we had certain contractual obligations to release an episode. So these kinds of things are factors for you to consider. Again, number one, would it hurt your recovery to podcast? Number two, are your symptoms distracting? Number three, are you contagious? Number four, would your content suffer? And number five, Can your content and audience wait? Now, if you answer yes to any of these five questions, then I think the answer would be that you should not podcast while you're sick. That is completely up to you, but these are just some things for you to consider. And if any of these things are true, if it would hurt your recovery to podcast or your symptoms would be distracting or you are contagious or your content will suffer or your content and your audience can wait, then I would suggest taking that break. But I'd love to hear from you. What has been your experience 
podcasting while sick or maybe listening to other podcasters when they are sick? What would you prefer that they had chosen or what would you have preferred to choose? What's been your experience with this? Please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 157 and let me know what your experience has been as a sick podcaster or listening to sick podcasters. Now let me give you some quick health tips for sick podcasters. And again, I'm not a doctor, so these are things for you to research and potentially use if you decide on your own that these sound good or if you talk to a doctor. But these are the basic common sense things that really we should know. But some some general ideas that can apply if you're a sick podcaster. Get lots of rest. Drink lots of room temperature water. Lots and lots of water. Yes, you're going to have to visit the bathroom a lot. That's fine. Your body needs to get rid of all of those toxins that have in it, that it has in it. Wash your hands. I've seen certain research recently that suggests that maybe antibacterial stuff is not very good to use. That's up to you to figure out, but definitely wash your hands with soap, whatever kind of soap, just wash your hands. Try to avoid touching your face. Avoid sick people if possible. This is how I think I got sick last year, just before New Media X-Bar. I was being so careful, but I hugged a sick person just before I got on the plane. And I think that's how I, I and my wife got sick last year, just before New Media Expo. Maybe you should also have a generic no episode this week announcement that you can post in the normal places on your blog and social media, even if it's a video or audio episode. Just a quick little announcement that could say, no episode this week. We hope to be back next week. Stay tuned on the website. Something like that. Yes, you could do some kind of rerun, but a no episode this week when people have come to depend on a particular publishing schedule, a generic no episode this week announcement could be something you could reuse whether you're sick or you have to take a break for personal reasons or it's a holiday or anything like that. Sure, it's fine to record those things as needed, but if you have no voice, then you might not want to try to record a no episode this week announcement. Maybe get someone else to record it for you and just to say, hey, this is so-and-so recording this little announcement for Bob Smith. And I just want to let you know that he won't have an episode this week because he is sick, has no voice, whatever it is. Post that online so that way your website visitors see it, your social network followers see it, and your podcast subscribers see it. Because if you just post a blog post entry saying no episode this week, then your subscribers may never see it because they may only be subscribed with a podcast program. So just a simple announcement to let them know can do wonders for keeping them abreast of what's going on. And then remove that episode after you're back on schedule and you can release a new episode. It's fine to remove that episode so that way it won't sit in your feed saying no episode this week, which is really irrelevant after the week has already gone and you're back on schedule. Suck on some lemons and gargle some warm salt water if you need your voice back. This was my salvation really at CES 2013. The night before I started at CES, I had no voice whatsoever. I tried to talk and it sounded like gravel. Just nothing really came out. It was one of those things where my just trying to talk would make me cry because of 
the way that my my uh, vocal cords were inflamed and how hard it was and so i i overdosed maybe on sucking on lemons and gargling warm salt water and i got enough of my voice back to be able to cover ces 2013 that was last year this year i'm very thankful that i didn't get sick until late in my trip but also avoid sugar research shows that sugar lowers your immune system. So if you're having lots of candies and sweets and alcohol and all of this stuff, then it is lowering your immune system, making it easier for you to pick up on something. It also means that it's making it harder for your body to recover from something. If you need to sweeten stuff, then try honey instead of sugar and try local honey if you can. That helps with allergies too. But avoid those sweets as tempting as it may be. Also, don't overwork yourself. If you feel like you can't work anymore, then stop. If you have to record your podcast in small chunks, then do it. Do what is necessary. If you just can't sit in front of a screen for hours and hours that it takes for you to do your podcast, then don't. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to stop. Just don't overwork yourself. Keep your health as a priority. And... Avoid coughing and hacking and harshly clearing your throat if possible. And I really think this is possible because you can choose not to do these things. Most of the time, you can make a choice not to cough, not to clear your throat, not to hokologi or anything gross like that. And this could save your throat and your voice if you try to avoid doing these things. I think this is part of the reason I lost my voice last year is that I was trying very hard to get rid of all of these nasties in my throat and in my nose and stuff. So I was working hard, really stressing my throat and my throat started hurting really badly and I lost my voice from this, I think. And when you try to control these things, then your body can work a little bit more smoothly and you can possibly keep your voice or keep your voice a little bit longer. And it's certainly keeping your throat and your voice in better conditions than if you're doing a lot of harsh coughing and harshly clearing your throat and all of this disgusting, yucky stuff to try and get rid of that stuff. Well, there are other ways to do that, like gargle salt water and just drink lots and lots of water. And these things can really help. So again, I'm not a doctor. Don't take this as medical advice, but consider these things as things that you could research further and talk to an actual doctor for things that you could do. So once again, should you podcast while sick? Well, consider the answers to these questions. Number one, would it hurt your recovery? Number two, are your symptoms distracting? Number three, are you contagious? Number four, would your content suffer? And number five, can your content and audience wait? If you answer yes to any of these, maybe you should take that break. Please comment on the show notes and let me know what you thought of this content and your experience with being a sick podcaster or listening or watching a sick podcaster. Go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 157 to comment there on the show notes and get this information that I've shared in the show notes as well. Two quick announcements. And one of them is also with the number two. I've got two seats left for Podcast Masterclass. This is the first class starting in February, but there will be other Podcast Masterclasses. So you can always go to Podcast Masterclass. 
Com to check out when the next course will be and register for it. But if you'd like to sign up for a podcast masterclass, then use the promo code TAPLISTENER to save on your registration there at Podcast Masterclass. This is an advanced class where we'll have a lot of hard knocks, and it's for the podcaster who is ready to take things seriously. So you can podcast from average to amazing. It will be a one-month-long course focused on helping you improve as a podcaster with one-on-one consulting, with some presented content, with some hard reviews of your podcast, of your website, of certain ways that you do things, recommendations for high-priority things and low-priority things, stuff that you can do to improve your podcast and make it amazing. That's at podcastmasterclass.com and use the promo code TAPLISTENER. Big congratulations to the podcast award winners. Check them out over at podcastawards.com. We had a great time at New Media Expo, and it was great to have the podcast awards there. And Dr. Drew was not able to show up to host the awards, but David H. Lawrence the 17th, let me say that name again, David H. Lawrence the 17th, yes, that's his full now registered legal name. He hosted the podcast awards and you may know him as the puppet master from heroes but he's done a lot of other work he's done audiobooks and he spoke there at new media expo and he was a fun guy to host the awards for the awards ceremony sadly none of the noodle mix network shows won an award this year which i was actually surprised certain categories that even certain other shows that i thought could beat us in certain categories, that they didn't win in those categories. So it really shows that a lot of these podcasts, these big name podcasts even, are really taking the awards seriously, which is awesome. The People's Choice Podcast Awards are great. I know that it's it's disappointing not to win. Sure, I'm a little disappointed that none of our shows win one. But thank you so much for supporting us in the awards and we could not have been in the finalists if it wasn't for your support. So thank you for supporting all of our podcasts, even those that didn't make it into the finalists. Thank you so much for voting for us. And we made it into the finalists because of what you did, not because of what we did. So thank you so much. It was an honor just to be in the finalists. But you can check out all the award winners over at podcastawards.com and watch out for the upcoming 10th annual podcast awards, which will be huge. And it will be really exciting to be part of that. And you can always find out more at podcastawards.com. I assume the nominations will open on October 1st through 15th, and the voting will be November 1st through 15th. That's usually the way it's been. And that's how I anticipate it going again this year. But you can always check out out at podcastawards.com. If you'd like to register for the virtual ticket to get the sessions from New Media Expo, then check out theaudacitypodcast.com slash NMX. There was so much great content there. It was really hard to pick certain sessions to go to and so many great things going on and so many awesome people. Thank you big thank you to everyone who showed up for the audacity to podcast episode 156 that i recorded last time i was just amazed at how many people showed up i thought maybe i'd get three or four people to show up and say something on the microphone 
but I was really honored to have so many great podcasters coming up and sharing their successes from 2013 and their goals for 2014. So you can check that out, theaudacitypodcast.com slash 156. Let me know what you'd like to hear and questions that you have about podcasting, launching, or improving your podcast by emailing feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also go to theaudacitypodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right through the website. Comment on the show notes to let me know about your experience as a sick podcaster or with sick podcasters by going to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 157 and check out Podcast Masterclass to take your podcast from average to amazing over at podcastmasterclass.com and use that promo code TAPLISTENER. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue, if you're healthy enough to do so. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the AudacityToPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com and check out all the awesome videos that we're posting over at tpn.tv, as well as my own live videos that I recorded and interviews from CES 2014. That'll all be at tpn.tv.